You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Podcast. This is episode number 267 of his favorite podcast. Ah, uh, what a room we have. Uh, it's me, Jeremiah, uh, executive video audio producer, my rock. Uh, Zach Bircham is here. Dakota Davis is on assignment somewhere very south. We have a wall network mashup today. It's going to be dear leader, Chris Spengel. It's going Hello? to be Mr. Brian Nichols. Uh, of the Brian Nichols show and of the other side of that door over yonder. And in a very last minute edition, we have a founding. I don't know how many months did you do before you got let go of wall? Uh, he only did like never one. let go. <laughs> he only did like one. Coming. He only you stopped getting invited because <laughs> have, you, you talked a lot. We have Aaron Ewert in this. Is this your boss hog debut? No, this is you've I've been here before. Heard. Well, I don't know. You asked me for the studio address, so I wasn't is, sure. Well, first one at this studio. <laughs> it's been a minute then. I was at the uh, We've been here since 2018. The, the current year is 2022. Aaron, I was at Dakota's old house. Oh, okay. For a couple Aaron, episodes. Aaron was on wall three times, two times? One of them happened to be my my yeah. first episode I did with okay. you guys. Yeah. On, but your Tad's cousin. I was on Jeff Vibbert's podcast a lot. Okay. Yes, you were on that a lot. You yeah. were on the episode. I was on Chick McGee's podcast I was going to say, you were on the episode that they uh, illegally recorded in the B&T studio. Remember Tad yes. Talks was a very <laughs> the spooky <laughs> The spooky episode. Tad Talk was ahead of its time. If Tad Talk was still going on right now, it would be he'd, top he'd, of iTunes. He he'd be bigger than Owen Benjamin, Gavin McInnes, and Ben Shapiro all put together. So this is where just talking about plain field shit. This is where the, <laughs> <laughs> did that bridge ever get finished? Yeah, <laughs> we got to put back together. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jeremiah was a part of that. I was very much involved <laughs> in the resupply. I got to build that bridge twice because a, a shredder took that took out four beam lines. All right, this is where Dakota normally says something to the effect of, we're going to have a great show, we're going to talk about stuff. We, I came up with a phony baloney set of show notes because I knew Aaron was going to show up and crack in, so we'll see what happens. But uh, it's probably going to be a lot of old wall reminiscing. I Spangle and uh, Brian both met uh, Spike Cohen over the weekend. I'm excited to hear about that. Uh, Spangle hates Aldi. We're probably going to have to talk about that. I don't get that. I really don't. Because and, uh, you have no taste. We'll, uh, we'll, That's fair. We'll see what happens after that. This is very much the most unprogrammed show we've had in a generation. This show is about our lives in rural Indiana. We're here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we'll provoke you. Other times we'll make you laugh. But hopefully you'll always learn something new. Bless you. 
we just did about 20 minutes on Patreon, which uh, which is the bonus content you get if you join, uh, if you want to support this show uh, at any level. It's a name your own price, just like Priceline. I'm pretty sure that last week Dakota called it progressive. I don't think he understands the, uh, <laughs> the difference between progressive insurance and Priceline.com. <laughs> what a boomer. <laughs> but I let it, I let it go. Uh, gotta say thanks to our, uh, our 1.0 fan, Christy Avery, who's watching while walking the dog up in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Anthony Happy Meyer. Birthday. Hey, Chrissy. Uh, I know he's already in the chat. Boo. With you, Anthony, for being a part of it. And John Phillips, Andy Moore, Buick GMC. Uh, John has had a hellacious week, year, month. Uh, his daughter Morgan's out of the hospital. John got T-boned last week. Oh, my. Uh, and was fine. He came to fat fourth Friday. Friday. <laughs> fourth Friday down here on the on the uh, the square, uh, and uh, got to see him. Checked him out. No bruises apparent. He looked thorough, okay. Thorough examination. The next, the next morning, Saturday, he was trying to hook me up with a sweet new GMC. So <laughs> uh, he's he never quits, and we we love him for that. Uh, if you need some merch, jump on the website. Uh, there's a there's a merch link there. There's mugs. There's shirts. There's whatever. Uh, Zach will put it in the uh, in the Facebook live uh, notes there. If you're watching. Uh, and I'm going to let Spangle do this one because uh, he's he's the epic salesman, and I think this is a network-wide promotion. Yes, I'm the salesman on this show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Iconic Insurance. 15% of Americans are left to find health insurance on their own. You might feel overwhelmed, lost, or frustrated, and if that's you, feel in control of your health with Matt Allen's help. Visit Iconic Insurance. Iconic-insurance.com slash libertarians to get started. That was very professional. Only one mistake. I know. Uh, and we'll, normally we'll I'll do a little fluff that. in there and I'll be like, Hey, everybody, if you're, if you're a lip boss hog listener, you're probably self-employed, maybe a farmer, yeah. tractor driver, very you know, good professional, uh, professional grain hauler. Well, the thing about Matt is Matt is a long time. We are libertarians listener. He's a really cool guy. Uh, really understands like our audiences. And he's a great insurance guy. He's like super nerdy about it. I helped him set up a podcast called What in the Health Insurance, which is <laughs> a spectacular. Yeah, that's so good. And Matt, <laughs> Matt, like talks about like Dakota's nerdy about like Game of Thrones. You have like your thing with like Motor racing. Sports. Yeah. And his is insurance. So he just is really into it. Um, and we sat down with him. Him and my wife sat down because I have insurance through work and we kind of looked through what it would cost me. Um, I, it, it just, Dakota's right about these. They don't, they don't, <laughs> the mic flags don't work with the new, new setup, but Having no issues. You got it on the bottom. This is the crucial part of the cell, Jeremiah. Okay. <laughs> let me teach you a little bit about sales. Oh yes. Yes, please. I'm sitting here with three salespeople <laughs> who us. do that for a living. Dear um, Matt saved my wife half on her monthly cost for insurance. With better coverage. That's so spectacular. Three <clears throat> different products that were going to give her better insurance. So, yeah, he's a really great guy, and definitely check out Matt Allen. Love, love you, Matt. Does he sell Mike Flag insurance? Because we're going to need it. It's, you should. These, yeah, it's it's not working out well. Well, if you, so I know. Where did you go? To, you went to Plains, Plainfield. Yeah, you're not a spark plug. What are you people? Quakers? Fighting the fighting Quakers. The fighting Quakers. Yes. yes. Which is yes. not the <laughs> that is that is very Spiceland. Yeah, it's called an oxymoron, folks. That is very Spiceland. Of the the did they did they teach the Quakers about gravity? Because you've got the mic flag below the thing that would hold it up. I moved it. If you disassemble it and put it between point A and B, it's going to work just fine. Not all of us were homeschooled so well like you. Listen, I've got two college degrees after I dropped out of Blue River after the sixth grade. <laughs> did you drop out of school what to take care of goats? Yeah, uh, they weren't going to take care of themselves. <laughs> They'll die without intervention. 
do Quakers fight fire with fiber, like oats? That's the first thing I think of when I think of Quakers. Leave the Birds. comedy to us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. We are a bastion. Indiana, for those that are listening across the nation, across Wall Nation, oh, Indiana is a bastion of Quakerdom. Yes. Earlham College, where Mark Brim was, he was, uh, you know, the law, now one year departed Mark Brim. He, he's not dead. He just lives in Garrett's in South Dakota. Many of the. <laughs> he was the IT guy for years at Earlham. Spiceland, Indiana is a Quaker community. We many have French churches of everywhere. The, the, many of the people who settled here in Indiana early on were from Guilford Township, North Carolina, and they were horrified by slavery, so they moved to Indiana. That's why Plainfield is in Guilford Township. It's after them. Is that and why Pl- Miss Pat lives there? Yes. Miss Pat was uh, there because they had the best school systems, which mm-hmm. is also part part of the Quaker heritage. But the Quakers founded that town, and um, that's where the national meeting place. So every year, the denomination, they had uh, the... So, so it was the National Road. And Martin Van Buren, the roads were really terrible. The National Road specifically was really terrible. So the people of Plainfield purposely threw him out of his carriage and he hit his head on an elm tree there in plain <laughs> nonviolent people. They yes. Are. They wanted him to learn his lesson about how bad their roads were. And, uh, he, he was almost killed by the people of Plainfield. So while it is Quakers, but yeah, this is like where the underground railroad grand central was like Levi coffins house out here was, was really, um, a big deal. He saved like 2,500 people. So, all right. Why, why are you turning the channel? Twenty four to zero isn't <clears throat> because Purdue really is also on. Okay. Listen, we don't that want, was that was so Hunter getting a big head. That was chirp, chirp. so so interesting, Aaron. That everyone turned to the television. <laughs> Everybody's everybody to see says, what else what's was Jeremiah going to do. No, honestly, I was trying to remember. This is this is where my head went. I know the Levi Coffin House is nearby, and I know yeah. it's in Wayne County, but I wasn't sure if it was in Centerville. I don't think it's in Cambridge City. Is it in Centerville, Zach? I think I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, right. me either. I mean, <laughs> he was a legit hero. Like the thing about the North is like nobody here was it's in fountain city in, in 1851. They amend the constitution of Indiana to not allow blacks to settle in Indiana. In 1864, Indiana sends the second most troops of any state to go fight in the civil war. Like it's a very like, I don't well, know due to a convenient bankruptcy. The, we origi- had to, the original uh, we had to rewrite the constitution, yeah. the original, not my backyard people. Yes. That's what it's, it's the original NIMBYs. Yeah, we want them to be free, but not here. Yeah. So, but the, you know. We have a long culture of NIMBYism, yes. And Indiana went bankrupt. I know we, we have things planned, but the Indiana went bankrupt the very first time because people spent too much money on groceries. Because <laughs> Indiana went bankrupt the very first time. Thank you, dear. Because we we thought that. We basically tried to build the monorail. It, we built we built canals. It was canals, and, yeah. And we tried to build canals all I through the city Metamora, of Indiana, to be honest. And they ran out of money, and it was over. Is that why there's all the canals in Indianapolis? Yes. Yes. So yes. Indi- the Indianapolis Canal is a failed interstate. So in 1820, monorail, 1821, monorail. they're looking for a place to put the new capital because it was down by the south part of the state where everybody kind of had congregated. And so they wanted it to be like halfway and in the middle of the state, but Indianapolis kind of was a terrible spot. It's very swampy. It's the largest city without a navigable waterway in the country. So they sold it as the White River will be navigable. Well, it's not. It's a fun word, navigable. And there's actually something going on right now with uh, Marion County where they want to, like, increase the 
navigability of the White River for shipping, and we're like, I- I've seen this one before. <laughs> Why is this word so funny to me? There's, what? there's sections the navigability, the like there's sections so, where the canals literally above the navigate, river. It's directly adjacent to the river. Yeah. So they, I mean, it was just like this very thick forest here in Indiana. So they built these canals from 1820 to 1855. It was just canals. To connect it to get all the goods over to like New York. And we do want to thank Louisiana. everybody for tuning into Canal Talk on the yes. Wall Network. Bankruptcy. It, it's by not the, wall the most boring. So, but they spent too much money and they bankrupted the state, huh. and then they had to rewrite the Constitution, and that's why the state of Indiana is not allowed to have any debt, is because of that moment. Um, but then the railroads came and it became the crossroads of of America and all as well. So, what have you guys been up to? Learning about Indiana history. Obviously, this is what... <laughs> learning is about new, Indiana. This is his new superpower. <laughs> so, dear leader, give us the state of the network. How many shows do we have? What do we... Other than Brian and I, which I obviously are two of the very best. What? What's... Hey, if you won't brag on yourself, Aaron Carousel won't. <laughs> Don't brag on yourself, Brian. It's not... Hey, no I'm no not braggadocious. Gonna, I'll nickel and dime you to death. I know. You fixed my mom's foundation. It looks good. It does. <laughs> He got in my mom's crawl space. You look underneath your, I fixed your mom's. moisture issues. <laughs> um, nobody like you, nobody like you're a rebar salesman to the government. You don't rip off the taxpayers nearly as much as the foundation people. Listen, do, right? Listen, I don't, don't sell directly. Taxpayers. I, I very rarely about? sell directly to government agencies. Anyone. They're the owner. I sell to contractors. I've just slandered. Both of you. <laughs> I'm just waiting over here patiently for my turn. Tech is all fake. Yeah, <laughs> no, the the network's going going well. I mean, we are like um, Spangle thinks that Brian commits mail fraud. He just hasn't figured out how. <laughs> <laughs> he's got these tubes going into his office that he's all he has is a computer and a cell phone, and we don't understand how any of this. When works. we walk in, he nobody, looks busy. Nobody, we don't know what he's doing. Nobody comes in. Nobody goes out. But he's driving a car. That looks like it's fancy. Drug dealer. By me. I'm not a drug dealer. <laughs> Let's just nip that in the bud. What's in that little pen? I heard about Chris Colt's experience. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a drug dealer. Yeah, the state of the network is sad because Chris Colt is moving to Michigan. Yeah, it is sad. He chose weed over us. Yeah, we've got. Jeez. I will we've, see him just as much. I'll see him every Indy 500. <laughs> I'll see him in Ohio every summer. Right. So, okay. Over under, is he ever coming back? Yes. Is this a three-year deal? How many, yes. is there, how many years? Galt can't keep a job. How many years is he going to be gone? Galt, Galt, <laughs> Galt is a misfit. I have fired him five times from this network. He's So you think he's back by Easter? I, th- I think it'll be a little longer than that, but how many times has he almost gotten fired? Okay. Is he back this before? year? Is he back before or after the Biden administration is over? What, so we got. We still have uh, two years left. He is back. Be- I mean, it may be six years. He is left. back before. Don't, don't do that. He's back before Trump's that. reelection. <laughs> okay. Side bet. Creighton moves back from New York. He's here at the same time as Galt, and they get in a fight in the canal. <laughs> in in the canal. The day after he yeah he shoves him in the canal. Better chance of that happening than Biden getting reelected. Okay. I got five on it. All right. I think. I think it's at least four years. And I think he finds a lady and never comes home. Is this a new, Ooh, is this a lady a, would be a game changer. That's a, yeah. yeah. Hey, it would bet, be a game changer. Bet, we have an but office. Also would be, here. you know, us going to the moon again. So <laughs> then what's the side bet? Looking. Side bet. 
We also have an, he gets fired, but then he works for Groundworks up in Livonia. I was going to say, are you going to hire him? Can you, I can't you, work with him, but I'll, I'll get him hired spaces. for someone else. He can, he can work. Can, he's a salesman now and he can fit in crawl spaces. I think he's Detroit's problem now. <laughs> he's, so. he's got to work south of eight yeah. mile just because he's trouble. But to answer your question about the We Libertarians Network, it is uh, it's going well. Like we have the Brian Nichols Show, which is a great program. We've got Boss Hog of Liberty, which is a very good program. I've got Liberty Explained, History of Modern Politics, the Chris Spangle Show. Are these Those all, are all going well? Shows? No. How um, often are we hearing from some of these folks? Well, from you guys very regularly. I mean, you are you still you're not doing seven a week at five. This point. Five. Yeah. Brian's insane. Rimzo's going down to one with on the run. Um, Trisha's doing a, a once every, probably about two a month right now. Yeah. Um, with Gingerarchy, uh, we've got Enemy of My Enemy. That's weekly. Uh, thank you. I'm putting out anywhere from. I need to make sure Dear Leader looks good on camera. One to three shows a week myself, depending on my schedule. So I, I think this this year I've put out more podcasts than I've ever put out in my life. It just, but it doesn't feel like work. It's it's been different. We're actually going to, and I'll announce this publicly here for the first time. I told our patrons today, we're bringing back We Are Libertarians. So we're going to we're going to shoot the Chris Spangle show Wait. right in the head. No, that's staying, and Wait. we're keeping exactly like we Wait, are. You stopped. <laughs> he doesn't listen. So. I changed the name to the Chris Spangle show because I wanted to, to like add other things to the feed and had different interests. It is now after eight o'clock. You can say whatever you need. Okay. Um, we're not changing the name. The Chris Spangle show is going to stay the same. We're just going to build a studio and get together again in person. Cause we just sort of like, we've been doing it on zoom and it's just not the same. It's not Mm -hmm. like the fun that you guys have here. You're already having more fun than you ever have on your show on zoom. Aren't you? Yeah, but you tell me how much fun so you're much having fun tonight. On Zoom. Oh, I'm having a blast. Right. COVID ruined it. So Harry we has helped us set up uh, a studio. He's house. He's got a lot of houses. So we're going to build a studio and just kind of bring back a hang, you know, get together one night or on Saturdays and a couple times a month do a show. But the Chris Spangle show will keep going on. But yeah, so that'll be fun because like coming over to my house, even though like it was... It, like you'd come over what every quarter? Yeah, every so often. Yeah, <clears throat> whenever I wasn't invited, I'd make sure I come by. Right. Um, I don't. You never got to come to the apartments. I, I, I saw there. lots of pictures of it though. Yes, and it was always fun. And then it just kind of got difficult to do it in person because I started dating Reagan and she had a little kid, and you know. But the reality is, life happens. Yeah, I mean, thing about podcasting, especially when you've done a podcast for like ten years is your life changes, grows and adjusts and is different. And, you know, having Reagan and El- uh, squish in my life are, it, it just like, I can't really have people over. You can my say house. her name. It's I, I'd El- rather El- Alabama, Alabama. Right. And, uh, so Harry's Harry and Jason Doolittle, one of our great patrons has helped, uh, basically buy the furniture. And so we're going to have a, have a kind of set up and it'll be the Doolittle studios. That's spectacular. Where we yeah, will do little. <laughs> so so that's the the big news is you know but i don't know about the like the libertarian movement at large i think it, all of us kind of look around and go libert like talking about and and this is kind of a movement wide thing like sitting around talking about like dead philosophers had its place when you're kind of early into podcasting but there's so many serious things going on that i I talk a lot more about current events and some of that stuff. We, we try to look at it through through a lens of liberty 
and yeah. try to figure out, okay, does this make sense? Does it not? And ultimately around here, we always get to, yeah, it's a great idea, but eventually gun, guys with guns yeah. have to defend it. But I think overall, all the different shows don't do, do like shows for libertarians. Like you do a lot of sales and messaging. Rimzo does a lot of financial stuff, some travel stuff. Um, I do a lot of like nonprofits and talking about like how we can actually help each other out. You guys talk local content. Um, so it's not like explicitly, I think we've all gotten to a place after a few years of going, I not only were a little personally bored with politics (laughs) and, and not necessarily, and correct me if I'm wrong guys, but yeah, like you can spread the libertarian message and these values of like personal responsibility and fiscal restraint and, you know, openness with, without like just coming up and saying, I'm going to change your personal beliefs today. You no. know, you can, you can do it through other means. I'm, I'm doing a lot. I'm going to be doing a lot more history stuff. Um, but like canal talk. Like canal talk, but I think there's like great stories. That actually there. is so that your your yeah. canal story is exactly what I talk about with fishing licenses, right? Yeah, I always come back to the same thing there. And there's a lesson to be learned about the tragedy of commons with fishing licenses. There's a, a lesson to be learned with the canals and the and what happened with overspending and and destroying the yeah. economy. So the Indian, the Marion County government is set up, and the first thing that they do is place price controls, taxes. And like all kinds of different limits. So it's just like from the beginning, it's, it's all been messed up, but yeah, I don't know. Like the, the whole, it is weird. Cause you've been a libertarian podcaster. You've never really been a libertarian podcaster, but Brian, like you, you've podcasted around libertarianism for a long time. I don't know. There, there seems to be like a different feeling amongst everybody or, or it's just sort of like, I don't know the things are more extreme. Mm-hmm. Like we used to be the right wing libertarians mm-hmm. Now we're like the moderate libertarians, <laughs> like as as a, as a network, which is really odd to me. Like last week, Sean Rao was here and he said there are no actual moderates anymore. Dakota's like, I think I'm an exact moderate at this point. Yeah, just completely like he feels like he has no home with Democrats, no home with Republicans. What's well, on my dating profiles? Moderate. That no one can be mad at me for that. Like I'm opening up the the full the gamut. You can find well, anybody. Yeah. I I don't know. It's just, it's like a weird political environment. It's not even just like a libertarian thing. I think if you're a Republican, all the people that I was in the Republican party with just sort of feel alienated by politics and don't understand where their party's at and what's going on. And everybody's just tired of the politics. Yeah. But, and, and I think I saw this too with like, when you look at anything from a culture standpoint, it's like politics started to permeate into everything and it just never turned off. And now and now I don't want to just talk about politics. Like now I want to talk about solutions. Yeah. That's what matters at the end of the day. Cause, cause like I'm just, I'm tired. I'm tired of just talking about why we're right and trying to good idea people to death. And it doesn't work. It never has worked. So some of what we do on this show is we talk about how to survive the, the world that we're in. The and I think we've put Jeremiah and we've all accepted that we're in a bit of a recession. Yeah. So household budgets have had to make cutbacks. I had a bit of a shortfall this week and I asked Spangle for $7 so that I could buy some good <laughs> cereal and he turned me down. Yeah, I didn't have it. You put your Venmo request out and said, hey, Dude. send me money so I can get a good, good cereal for my, for my little As child. As a child that grew up on only being able to eat Captain Vitamin every goddamn morning. Captain Vitamin? That's what my mom gave me. She thought it was healthy. The shit was like pure sugar from Aldi's. 
Honestly, fuck Aldi's. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, right. I'm in. I'm on team. Fuck Aldi's. And I don't know what's happening yeah. here, but I'm not participating. So my wonderful wife, Sarah, yeah. has acquired what she Whoa. says are almost all gluten-free items. Sure. From the Aldi. I know those aren't. <laughs> and and we're gonna try <laughs> some items. These are from Clancy's, which also has a fine car wash here in town. <laughs> there is a cookie butter naturally flavored dessert hummus. Oh, oh. trying to kill me, right? Why would you sweetly, make hummus? You know I'm allergic. Wait, how does that work? What is I'm in allergic, it? I'm allergic. Sweetly to spiced dessert hummus, reminiscent of classic. I can't even, I can't even pronounce. It is so poorly lit in here. Jeremy, yeah, it's the lighting. Just of a pizza king. He's like, Sarah, you know I can't read that. Sarah, here. <laughs> Hold it Just up. Further. Get reading glasses, you old man. Classic uh, cookies. I, there's a word in there that I cannot read. I'm not smart enough. I'm allergic to hummus Sweetly. and poor people food. <laughs> so <laughs> it's speculous. Yeah, no, that's not you. It's like See, speculous. It's a made up word. It's German. This there are is some chickpeas, sugar, tahini. There are some chakur dark chocolate covered almonds. Oh, I'll, I'll give me those. I'll, I'll <laughs> right in. Brian's in with those. That, that's a you have great. to you have to understand why I hate oldies so much. Brian just continues to keep bringing things in. There are coconut cashew crisps. This is like a gift box from the Germans and because of Spengel's hatred for this grocery store. All these. So I grew up privileged in Plainfield. <laughs> we had the sixth largest house in Hendricks County. This is when you became this is before you were a broken home child. Yes. So before my parents were separated, we did very well. And we had name brand, name brand everything. How many Cadillacs were in the Spangle Yard growing up? My parents had five cars. They had, before they divorced, they had five cars. They had a condo beach, an oceanfront condo in San Augustine, and, and a Lake Monroe condo. And then when they split up, we became a very poor household. <laughs> you had two different childhoods. Right. What did we learn there? Uh, I have learned none of the lessons, but <laughs> I, I myself have been divorced and uh, took out too much money in my 20s. But uh, no, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so in my 20s, I was very poor. And Jerry, you witnessed it. You saw me working those toilets, cleaning toilets as a janitor, making $200 a week, $250 a week as, as a radio guy. You and I were going to hang out. And we, I would legitimately go with you to the Indianapolis post office to go clean toilets after hours yeah. because the LP was unable to pay you enough money in yeah. your professional gig to afford shampoo. And and I, I was married. I, I was married to a woman who took me to all these for the first time. And I have to tell you that being the only food that I could afford was a real kick in the gut because you want turkey, you want lunch meat, turkey, right? And instead of like delicious Costco or Whole Foods natural organic turkey, you get the knockoff Budding's turkey, which is like rubbery and compressed from the lips and assholes <laughs> of the turkeys. It's not real food. Probably not turkeys. It's not turkeys. It's turkey flavored mystery meat. You know, and that's so much like so people who think that they're eating. And one time she microwaved this turkey bacon. The natural and fit or whatever. What is it? Fit and natural. Gross. It's what it is. Yeah. You make it gross. What, what is their brand that is supposedly healthy? What's it called? Clancy's? Fit and nasty? I don't Simple know. Simple nature? No, it's fit something and else. Fit and active. <laughs> I'm going to need to see a turkey pig before I eat that shit. 
You know what I'm saying? So it's just like people, you get bamboozled because you show up and you go, all right, well, I'll just like, what can you really, oh, it's 69 cent can of beans and some fake rice. Loaded bacon, cheddar, potato chips. What? Like, the problem with this, this kind of stuff is they, skip, they have to save money somewhere. It's but on the do, branding. It's, it's all just like cheap and doesn't taste right. There are certain products at the Aldi that, you can, that I won't do. And at I, the Aldi? At the Aldi. And it, you either go to the Kroger's or the, uh, eat at the Aldi. <laughs> Chris's so face. <laughs> oh it's like oversalted. He has a disdain for all these. I, I am a. And that wasn't even a joke. Like That was genuinely just like grossed out by that. I am a <laughs> deli counter meat connoisseur as well. Right. Like you. Boar's head. I'm very much into the boar's head. I, and I, I, well, I have a small policy in our house that we don't buy the pre. Uh, even at Kroger, we generally yeah. don't buy the prepackaged like. Meats. No, it's not good, is it? I'm good. But no. the hummus, the dairy products, the, the pretzels are very good. Okay, there's some things like... There are certain items that we get Jars of week. cashews or the cans of green beans. That's the same as you're going to get as the Meyer generic brand, right? Or even some of the, the regular stuff, right? Their cheese is fine. Like a package of Aaron, Colby... Aaron's the worst possible guest for this because he's allergic to everything. Every like, I'm, are you really? I'm allergic to poor people food. It's, it's <laughs> right. Like, so. I make a living. I can shop at Whole Let's Foods see. if I want. I don't have to go eat, like... Ugh. Coconut cashew See, crisps. look, it broke as I'm trying to dip it. I've yes. never heard of a coconut oh, cashew Oh, I forgot about that stuff. I'll try that, too. Yeah, I'm allergic to cottonseed oil and soy protein. So my favorite so like cookies, cookies are these are good by their own for people listening to the podcast that okay. we had a fun moment where I stuck the bag. It's hanging off the front of the table. All right. But the graphic on Facebook was covering up just the part that said Aldi. Like it was, <laughs> just, it was perfectly placed. Don't eat it. It's so bad. It's like, it tastes like it's like grainy. It's, it's multiple not smooth. flavors. Like it's cardboard. like with the hummus. Hummus is the hummus, insane. along with this, like whatever this is, the coke, coke, coconut crisp. You try it again. Hummus is good. Right, I don't. Good. I'm not a fan of the coconut crisp. I, I'll try I the hummus. I don't with mind the, it. Would the hummus like, be good? By with, the way, this is like Patreon the, on steroids. Normally, I would Dakota and I try one product. Sarah dropped off like seven different. Yeah, she dropped out like a seven pound bag of stuff, and I was trying to figure out how to distribute it. And I was just like, "Well, I'm just going to hand this out." And I okay. snuck out to crack open some bags. But see, like the potato chips have too much salt. These pretzel chips have no salt. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Try a potato chip and a pretzel together and see if you can fix it. I'm 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 a big fan of these. These two. Are you kidding? No, these are. It's good. so gritty. It's really good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get that. Wait, which one's gritty? The wafer is gritty, Tim. To get, yeah, it's just gritty. It tastes like your. Sarah says hummus See, is always gritty. I, I think this is like gluten free no. stuff that Jeremiah, you're not, you, I, I, This is all I've eaten. Like you for wash that down. Years. Some of Johnson County's best beer, but like Taxman the like a, a pretzel slim that you can't. You're not going to mess that up. Like that's this isn't bad. It's so then you should buy that at Aldi. But why? It's cheaper. No, it's not you. It's not cheaper because you go to three stores to get what you want. You go across the street here. Yeah, here you go to Aldi's, and Starzy. then you go to Kroger to buy everything else. They're literally they're next to each other. Yeah, they're, they're across the street from each other. So we go. It's very we'll convenient. Buy our yeah. our, yeah. our yeah. butter, our eggs, our milk, um, our pretzels. Apparently, canned food. So corn, mm-hmm. frozen. They have like eighty-five, fifteen ground beef. That's normally like I don't know three bucks a pound. It's been a minute since I bought it, but it was usually significantly cheaper than the other folks. Salmon in town. Their salmon is good. Salmon there. Yeah. This is Look the cheapest. Chocolate coating on They it. come from the same factory. It you does fool. not. 
I bet they it's are. Just I bet not that, good. I bet that kind of stuff. Yeah, I bet that's that's that is a prime item that's white labeled. I, I'm loving this. Yeah. <laughs> Brian's like super happy over here in the corner. He's, this is a, this is a normal Saturday like Aldi find nah, in my house. Nah, man, this is not good. And there's two different yeah, flavors. The two different what, what flavors of those things. There's one of them is like a pumpkin Everybody. spice, and the other one I think is a caramel something. There's pumpkin spice here. Yeah, uh, I'm not Benton's wafer rolls. I'll take salted, the salted caramel. caramel. Do you say caramel or caramel now, Brian? I think they're two different things. Caramel is the hard version. Caramel is the the viscous. Oh. What's the town in Hamilton the viscous. County? Viscous. <laughs> what? The town. In What's Hamilton the town in town? Hamilton County with all is the? That a, the is that? A, I feel like this is a trap. Oh, well, there's. I, I've I've heard it pronounced only caramel. Right. Okay. So and then the community that's in Marin County, California. Okay, this is good. Is Carmel? <laughs> the wafer rolls they are good. It differently. Yeah, those are delightful. I, I didn't have the salted caramel. I had the pumpkin spice. The pumpkin spice ones are very good. See, it's not that you don't like Aldi. You just don't like gluten-free things. No, 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 no. I don't like Aldi. Because that, that wasn't that bad. <laughs> no. You've liked like three items. Buy, buy bread at Aldi. Buy fruit at Aldi. It lasts you three days, and then you got to go buy more. And it comes so pre-stale. So it yeah, it's probably because it's But not, then what's the point? Their chocolates are phenomenal. It's probably not loaded. Their wine is good. I know you don't drink a lot of wine in your house, at least on your side of the ledger. It's It's just... You, it's this myth that you are somehow saving money when you really have no taste because you don't know how to cook. Because no, no. if you knew how to cook, you would go and buy the proper ingredients to make a proper meal and not just like hodgepodge some junk food. Because most of this stuff is just junk food. Okay. First of all, let's get rid of the quarter thing. I mean, you go to Aldi, you have to break a quarter. Yeah. I haven't had a quarter since 1989. Like, but it solves Chris's. Uh, want, don't you have some, conundrum? Don't you have some personal responsibility, Aaron? No. What I'll do is I'll find some poor and expect like uh, grandma, and I'll be like, "Let me unload your groceries." I <laughs> thank you, young then, man. Yeah, Would you just, like me to buy you some you alcohol? No, actually, yes. Just one Hello, bottle young, of wine, and I'll take your boy. card. Let me have your card. All right. I like so. the pretzel slims. But that's the only thing that you I have think. a nice bicep. <laughs> <laughs> they used to be bigger. No, Aldi is highly overrated and it has this cult because people think that they're saving money and they're not. Because then you're going to Kroger and you're spending $50 more on junk you don't need because you were forced to go to another store. When I was a child, I'm Aldi, convinced that is delicious. Aldi's nuts. Aldi was for poor people. I'm confused though. <laughs> it was it was very different That's in nice. 1997 than it is in 2020. It was a, oh, 100%. It was a strange dystopian place to be when I, I was a kid. I remember when it came to Ogdensburg, my mom was like, "We're not going there." My grandfather, when it came to Messina, was like, "We'll buy our bananas there, but that's all." <laughs> yeah, they I only have brown bags, and they make it use the quarters. Like, yeah, no. Well, just I remember the the people that work there like because they basically just have a cashier that's the only person you see to interact with and they would just take stuff and like scan it and just wing it into your cart as mm-hmm. hard as possible and you're like it was just a very, very i didn't want to eat my food or anything strange together. place to be it's very awkward on the back counter when you're trying to bag your own yeah. stuff like you're yeah. almost ashamed yeah everybody else there imagine yeah. your mom also paid with Food stamps. I was going to say, <laughs> it, was, it was cash only, or food stamps, but there were no credit cards at the time. I don't think they would take a check. No, they, they, they this is back just, in the day when you had to rip the food stamps off. credit and debit cards like in recent, like in the last five to ten years. That's wild. Aldi also required at a time, they required the, cust- the employees to memorize the prices of things. 
because they didn't have barcodes or computers for them yet. Mm-hmm. Every week you would basically you have to have hire to remember autists. the price. Yeah, you'd have to know the pricing every week to do it. I'm just saying, like most of you don't know what good t- what tastes good. Like you don't have well, our marshmallows. Uh, no, maybe not. So we not had you to guys. make some, some adjustments, but like. Like I think people who defend Aldi's genuinely don't know how to cook and don't know what good tastes good. Like this will do. Have you you're right? Like what about quality or like putting together a nice meal as opposed to saving money? Like I don't understand when people like their main metric for money. Like maybe you have ten kids to feed, then I get it. Yeah, but like if Listen, me, Chris, my, I'm going to retire a million. Me and my wife. And it's on the back of my wife shopping at Aldi. I'm convinced of it. But it's not. <laughs> You're, if you went to Meyer and bought the same food, you'd probably can't go to Meyer. That's have, forty miles away. Yeah, our Meyer's twenty five miles. You're going to be a millionaire because your rent basically is six hundred dollars. <laughs> like, and mine is two thousand. Like, that's why you're going to be richer than me. Not well, because you went and bought. Very, I live in a town with a very convenient Aldi. They, <laughs> they ripped out the bridge between us and Meyer. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> why? Oh, they're just redoing another bridge. They're updating it. Yeah, they chose the wrong supplier for us. Aaron, products, please, so you help. eat well. You're a man of many tastes. Says so a guy who walked in with two bush lights. <laughs> Listen, bush. bush. This is the nectar of the gods. But yeah, I mean, all these is trash. I grew up on it. I resent my parents for force feeding me Captain Vitamin in there. And now that you've gone on to other pastures and you eat different things, you realize it's not good. I can almost guarantee you I could make you a meal from Aldi and you could make your meal from whatever ingredients and you were to have like a blind taste test. I, I could almost guarantee my, my uh, Aldi man, one. With but you're one. not going to find the ingredients that I'll make with at Aldi. That's the difference. Yeah, I, I, if we were to make a dish that I could find the same ingredients, I can almost guarantee I could. Are we going to have a cook? I think we, we should have a cook off. I think we should going to have a cook off. I, I don't. I think you're overplaying the, the difference it's in the not, quality of ingredients. It's just. No, the quality of ingredients is subpar. I think you're a sucker for name brand. No, these people are paying for subpar food, and they think that they're getting... You know that if you buy the Ford Fusion and you buy the Lincoln version, it's the same damn car, right, buddy? It's not the same food. But I've got a Lincoln. It's not the same food. Like, milk, yes. Beans, yes. But, like... The passion in his eyes now. We have... We've reached the nerves. We turned it on. He is done with us now, Brian. (laughs) Be, now it is not. I've got a Blackstone. Jeremiah's got a Blackstone. We can have them both rolling right behind. Do a live podcast. Chris, you're cooking on one. Brian's on the other. Like, Different why would your parents even buy bananas there? Jeremiah? We invite our friends over for a taste test, like a Pepsi Coke taste off from the '90s. We see what happens. You're going to tell me that those chips test. are but, 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 the same quality as good chips. But as a nice kettle I, chip. That's the flavor like a, of the. Like but that, that, that's comparing apples to oranges. But that's the point. You're but forced is there into a value conversation, Chris? Is there no. a value conversation? At any price. You'll pay any price for the best food. Yeah. You do five-star dining every night. Uh, I cook like it. I'm that good of a cook. Some are even saying the best. Well, if you were that good of a cook, then you should be able to use any ingredient. No. Good Good chefs use good ingredients. It starts with good ingredients. I think you can do both. Farm to table chicken. When you build a house, you start with better. a good foundation. That's hey, right. Thank you. Did I not see Listen. a picture of Spangle's daughter it. lined up in front of a row of boxes of absolute junk shit cereal this week? I know. Yes, because she, she, she looks very sad. Too. She started with Millville cereal. He was like, ugh. And looked at me and said, 
is this really Joe Biden's economy, daddy? And I said, yes. Mom had to pay all of her student loans, and so we could only afford Aldi cereal. And she was very sad, and some nice pat-down listener sent her $20 to buy on-brand cereal. So she got Fruit Loops, she got Lucky Charms, she she wanted Apple Jacks over Reese's Puffs. I almost vetoed it, Dude, but I can't eat the cereal. Honeygrams are the shit. <laughs> Apple Jacks. Reese's Puffs are way better than Apple Jacks. Honeygrams, man. You poor people don't know what I'm talking about. Kirstie Avery's about. talking I've about. I've had me some Reese's Puffs. <laughs> the, the have, I know what Reese's Puffs be. The of grocery store privilege. And Sarah's defending Aldi saying that Myers twice as much. I don't know. I don't it's get not. to Myers. I've never been to a Myers. I don't get to Myers that often. No. But, Myers, well, there's about to be here. a former congressman from that family. He replaced mm-hmm. Justin Amash. Oh, Peter Meyer. That's right. Yeah. His family I, I started the Meyer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yep. you, you go to Costco you and you pizza buy your food at Costco. I'm, I'm telling people how to shop. Costco's in Indy, though. That's 40 minutes away. Yeah, we can't get there from here. Why yeah, would you guys move here? That's your first mistake. Because we to, have Aldi. That's all we need. I'm from Philly, dude. And then what you can't get at Costco, you get at Fresh Time, which is the cheapest, lowest cost of the best grocery stores. I bet they get the same stuff that Aldi gets. It's just a different label. <laughs> I just saw an interesting like thing where Payless opened up like a boutique store in France, and and yeah, yep. and they I, and they yes. invite all these influencers, and I forget it was a different name, and all these people, were, oh my gosh, and they marked everything up like thirty five dollars shoes were like four hundred dollars, and everyone's like, oh my gosh, look at the quality, mm-hmm. look at these look amazing, they're so well built, and like, you know these are Payless shoes, right? And they had no idea. Mm-hmm. This this. They walked into a place. Like you mentioned the bread going bad. It's probably because it's not loaded with preservatives like Wonder Bread is. It's probably why it goes Aldi bad. Aldi bread is nothing but preservatives. That's why it's cheap. Well, okay, hold on. What, what, what if you were to go to Walmart and get the Italian loaf for a dollar? I would never go to Walmart. And sh- I, would, I would go to Aldi's before I'd go to Walmart and shop for food. Walmart I'll is give you that. the worst. I, we go to Walmart yeah. for stuff that comes. We from have, as Miss Pat says, the fruit at Walmart looks like it's been in a domestic violence incident. Maybe I did grow up poor. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> no, you grew up in the North Country, Brian. Yeah, it's like it's a not, different conversation. Here's like, a, here's it, the deal: because growing up, you had probably a Big M, and I, uh, which is like an IGA. No, we had we so up in and the North Country, Hanover. we had Price Chopper, we had PNC, we not had an Ames's, um, we had an. A Jubilee. Oh, my God. I forgot about the I've Jubilee. Never heard if you of went it. to the big city, would you go to the Wegmans? Oh, that's Syracuse. way too far. Yeah. That's way too far. Yeah. The, the biggest place we would go to would be like Sam's Club, and that was in Watertown. That was an hour away. I haven't been to a grocery store in about five months. <laughs> well, you went through a breakup, and you've been on a so, lot of days. I've got condiments and bush light. My, <laughs> my kids are so sad. Do you get, do you get your bush light <laughs> the at the gas station? so sad. No, they're very happy. All these sorry kids are having crow's wings again, crow's nest wings again, yeah. Crack, yeah. crackers and mustard and mozzarella sticks again, Dad from Arby's. <laughs> no, they, soy sauce packet. When you, you got it, Meyer is not twice as expensive. I grant you that there are some things that are from the same thing, like canned goods, uh, milk, cheese. These are many of the same items, right? It, your canned good at Meyer, your off-brand, is going to be about seventy-nine to ninety-nine cents. What about your frozen vegetables? Like just buying a bag of of broccoli for a quarter of the price. Why would you ever buy frozen vegetables? You know I how to, easy last it is time I got them was like when I got a vasectomy. It was seven <laughs> years ago. I used a frozen bag of peas, and I timed it so that I could watch March Madness. Like that, just that statement right there shows you don't know how to eat good food. Like, no, I never ate the peas. 
I'm talking about. I'm allergic to peas. Like, why would you get frozen vegetables when you, for the same price, can get a fresh broccoli that is going to taste so much better? You because you know how spry Nona is. Yeah, she eats frozen vegetables, and I believe that's her secret to life. She's almost eighty years old. She is frozen. Frozen vegetables. She's good cereal. She does not go all fresh. And you throw it in the microwave, and you microwave it, and you've got fresh, fresh steamed veggies instantaneously. So what I can do is I can make myself a, a steak, purchase probably at L&K, on a Friday mm-hmm. night, grab some of those frozen vegetables out of the freezer in the camper that I've had out there waiting for me for a perfect moment, and, and there we go. I can have dinner on the table in 20 minutes. With fine frozen I think vegetables. when you freeze vegetables, all the nutrients leave. The They're vegetables. also pale. Just, that's, no. that's my argument. I'm not I saying like I, the frozen vegetables that, that all. Freezing them is better than canning. Yeah, much really? better. Probably in, better than canning. In, in retaining nutritional values. The problem with canning is it's like very salty. So you get a lot of sodium if you get canned vegetables, which is why we just eat fruit, fresh vegetables. Like, which is good for me like to retain water. Yeah, since I drink so much. Like <laughs> frozen vegetables at Aldi's are probably the same ones that are the frozen vegetables at Meyer. I need you to turn your level of enthusiasm up <laughs> just a quarter point, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> I've given all my enthusiasm to the customers today. Dude, I feel that at spiritual level. I'm yeah. so tired. <laughs> I can feel it in Aaron, my bones. Aaron is the most broken version of himself I've ever seen. <laughs> Jeremiah is here. I'm, I'm on my fourth meeting com- in a row, and, and no. I finish my meeting, and I literally finish, and I go, that guy's not buying shit. <laughs> <laughs> After 40 minutes of going through this guy, just and I could tell, he's like, I like my old phone system. I'm like, then why are we on this call? And it was just one the of those. The guy says, I, liked, I like it when I turn, or turn it, and goes click, click, click. more or less like he's like i like fiddling and it's like it's art it's art i like to be able to press the button on top and hang up on them but you, know? you guys have like a salesforce number that you have to log in that you did so many calls to pitch certain products no. like no, no. Those, I get, those metrics are bullshit. if i was in that kind of sales i would just off myself i get a lot of that you know bob and tom like a lot of people will hit us up and you know hey we'd love to pitch you our product just because they they get have to do so many pitches and i've never understood like I've led sales teams and I've never understood that approach. Just like numbers game stuff. What the to fuck? Like that, that's not how life is. Like, yeah, you can shoot your shot a number of times and other people are going to say yes, but like you gotta, just to get comp, like the incentive structure should not be the act itself. The act is the means to obtain the incentive. So Salesforce is your Aldi. I hate Salesforce. <laughs> it's the bane of my existence. I I I, I hate when Jesse I turn Riddle. More we do love you, buddy. Into a like sort a of. numbers inputter and like a data entry. Like yeah. that's just not my. I, I've never liked that kind of approach to things. Yeah. Data is awesome, but like if you're not directing your approach, you're wasting your time. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, like don't get me wrong. I, I I understand the need for Salesforce. I hate I hate when that's the only thing that matters. Sure, you know what I mean. Like when that's the only thing that people care about is like in my day job, we use Salesforce and that's how we, it's how we keep score, but we, I don't, it doesn't direct my day. We have a CRM. Stuff. Yeah. We have our own. Homegrown. This is sales talk. Our own, everybody. our own CRM. And then we use power BI by Microsoft. Pretty powerful. Lots of data. So I believe, you know, I, I believe in God put my trust in God. Everyone else needs to bring data. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You applying that to Tinder buddy. This is a Tinder <laughs> This is a Tinder interview. He's just he's just here to swipe interview. right. So you, know, you want to hear a fun, no, this is a Tinder vention. True story, true story. So I had I had an employee. I had an employee who he would literally run out of Tinder swipes 
So what he would do is he would set his alarm to like remind him when, when it would be up again. St- swipes. What are we pointing at? I'm Spangle, li- I'm Spangle has gone live while we're in here. boredom talking about Nancy Pelosi and her trip to it's Taiwan. One of my pre-scheduled. Spangle has just done a, a yeah, fake well, I, live I, I counter-programming. Tr- yeah, I was trying to figure out. Yeah, I was like, well, how did Spangle go live six minutes ago? It pops up <laughs> on my feed. It, it, it was an oversight of mine that I would be live here <laughs> and blow the mystery that I don't yeah, actually do my show live. Just don't even like take down the, the fourth wall. Wait, just, you like, can rip do that? Yeah, StreamYard. <laughs> Yeah, so you can pre-record the interview. Yeah, so, like you can do an interview at like three p.m. Yeah, and then run it later God, at stealing, like eight. You're stealing David Letterman's show. Streamyard. I, I you have to pre- it though. Pre-recorded you, broadcasts. What? Yeah, I'll do you that. guys show me that. Yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> Five hundred and seventy-five episodes. <laughs> Just, yeah, <laughs> dude, I am such a technological boomer, and I sell it. I hate myself. A- Aaron, read us your Tinder bio. Let's hear it. Well. Do you want me to actually? Yeah, I want to play your phone. Let's see what it says. All right. And I want to see your picture. Actually, I want you to hand it to no, Zach so you can't edit pictures. it. I want Zach to read it. it says, no, we want to see the pictures. You need to. I ate all these food and I feel like I'm going to throw up. I mean, this cookie butter hummus is one of the worst it, things. No, I've ever you made. are so dramatic. That's th- that's the truth. It just says simple. It's very simple. It says I'm allergic to latex, penicillin, and I have a vasectomy. Let's fucking go. Is that really your bio? Yes. Uh, he, that's what he told us. I think he told us that in the month of May. Let does that work this. for you? Yes. No. And you, no. Oh, it's working. I'll no. hold it. I'll hold it. I won't let him touch it. I'm allergic to latex. To what that's what she said. I am, though. There, nothing's a lie. It's all true. <laughs> I'm not a liar. I know you're not a liar. You're just going to die of syphilis. <laughs> no, there's other. <laughs> Monkeypox. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard of monkeypox? Yeah. Have you seen what it does? If I die, I die. There's something about monkeypox. The Chris Farley approach to life. Helismo, yes. What did you say, Jer? There's something about monkeypox. They're not saying out loud because it's not. um, That's all monkey business. No, it's uh, not PC. You guys had monkey bread? I have had monkey bread there. And thanks you for bringing up this discussion, this topic of discussion. Imagine getting. (laughs) Imagine being naked, eating monkey bread. This is why he was only on wall three times. Contracting monkeypox. <laughs> You're, you are attracting monkeypox no, while contracting. eating monkey bread. Oh, oh contracting, contracting, playing monkeys in a barrel. It's the it's, it's a matter of okay. I think that was racist. Um, I think I think it's a matter of what clubs you go to. <laughs> now, sure. calm down, uh, Matt Walsh. Let's chill out. What is a woman? <laughs> Chris, did you meet a vice presidential candidate over the weekend? Did I? Yes, uh, Spike Cohen. How did it go? Did he have his shirt thinking, on this time? When did I meet my... Yeah, so I'm... <laughs> where was Bill Weld again? I've lost track. Right. I thought you were talking about Pence. I was like, I don't remember seeing him. So, like I an, saw his brother. I feel like there's... Uh, Pence's eight, brother, yeah. They I, look I, like... Yeah, Diego were really weird. Hot, yeah, I was like, what's Mike Pence doing here? And I was like, oh, no, he looks a little different. Yeah, I was, dri- I was driving home for lunch, and I drove past the Republican... He's the Mike Pence you ordered together. on Wish. Yeah. yeah. What, isn't his name Greg? Yes. He's your congressman. Stephen Lynch... Uh, he's a stamp comedian singer. Yeah. Uh, he did a song called Craig Christ. Craig and he's, Christ, a, he's yes. the brother of Christ. Yeah. It's oh my god, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah, yeah. it up. You like shitty comedy? Yeah, I'm. I'm at. Uh, Craig oh, you don't like Park. Stephen Lynch? Huh? You don't like Stephen Lynch? Very hacky. 
Jesus Christ, Aaron, could you possibly turn it up just a little bit? This shit is so depressing. Stephen Lynch is a shitty comedian. We're having a great time. Not really. (laughs) Exactly how PJ at work talks. If I wanted Jesse Riddle here, I would have brought him in. That's exactly what he sounds like. Very shitty. Terrible. You've got more ailments than Jesse. I can't eat that. I can't eat that. Yeah, I'm allergic to that. Well, I can't act like I like you guys. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you used to be annoying, but now I tolerate you. Is what he said to me at a party. This is PJ. Who did? Uh, no. Spangle. Uh, Riddle. 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 Jason, yeah. But no, he talks like that's how, exactly like PJ Yinger, the art director for Bob and Tom Talks. How are you today? Speaking of Tinder, Fine. saw his daughter on there. Yesterday. Did you swipe right or left? I swiped right, and then I said, I only date people who praise and worship Chris Spangle, and she never responded. <laughs> so you matched? No, she never responded. Yes. <laughs> so you never when you, when you, so I, if you swipe I, right, can you even super, send a message now? Well, if you super like, you can. Oh. So I wasted a super like. Super like? Yeah. yeah, they have a super like. If you super so, like, you can send a message. You can harass you get, them directly. You only get like, you only get like yeah. five a month, though, so yeah. they know you <laughs> like Unless them. you pay them. Then they'll give you more super likes. You can buy super likes. Yeah. yeah. If you're super desperate. Dude, I am so glad I, I got, don't worry about this. I got banned on Tinder. What did you do to get banned on Tinder? I, I was just playing around with it, and I downloaded like some side app that like messed with your Tinder, and I think that's why, because it was just like... I was just, I like to play with stuff and see what happens. Zach, could you download Tinder for me before the end of the show and just see if you can get banned? He's married. I know. He's he's very happily married. No way. No. No, What's the worst that can happen? No way. They make (laughs) a lot. Good good calls. A former co host was. Camper bed's not that good. Not on Tinder. And, you know, kept getting in trouble with their girlfriend because they were not on Tinder and the old profile just couldn't get deleted. And. And I was like, okay, that's what happens. One of their girlfriends sees rhymes it. with Mercedes Benz. I mean, I've dr- I'm like, I live in a small town, <laughs> and I remember cruising broad one time, and somebody's like, "Oh, Zach was cruising broad with a girl in the car." I had nobody in the truck with me. Nobody. Right. But somebody saw something, and somebody, and it's like you only got six degrees of separation. It's from the Kevin fire Bacon. you can't put in out. Henry County, you're you're like two degrees of separation from anybody else in this so entire. What is it? 1932. You're cruising with a broad. Cruising Broad Street. Oh, okay. No. What? It's the road out here. Are you on, which ones are you on? Hinge or? All of them. All of them? All the fish of the sea. <laughs> you have the fishnets out trolling. Wait, was that one called Hinge? Hinge is apparently Hinge. the popular one now. Hinge is good. I hate it. What is was, your highest? You're a metric guy. Wait, what's Wh- the, Which app is the highest success rate for you? Um, It's a tie between Hinge and Bumble, to be honest. Help me understand. So what's the difference functionally between like these? Bumble, the girls have to message you first. So yes. they feel like they're in control. And then hinge was like a big, you had to fill out a bunch of information. If I remember what's hinge. I don't know about that, but it seems like the hinge is like where <clears throat> you find someone that's like probably a little more serious about getting involved in okay. an actual relationship. Bumble. I did well on Bumble. Tinder. I never did well. Tinder. Tinder is like full of bots, and it's yeah. it's just like the it's like if you went on Call of Duty from like what is it Modern Warfare like and try to play it now. Mm. Have you ever tried to? And it's yeah, awful. it's terrible. Just people just like cheating and like it's all glitchy and yeah. weird and yeah. So it's 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 yeah, and and on Tinder like they put the the fatter uglier people who don't get swiped on a lot in the back, and I was in the back. So wow. I, I didn't have any success on Tinder, no. but uh, you were back I, wow. I had, I had some success on match, 
the gravy that's getting boiled down. They got forgotten. I, yeah. like there. I was the old chicken that they it's threw sticky. out at the end of the day at <laughs> I just joined Match like a couple of days ago because they kept sending me emails. I'm like, what the hell? It's $19. Well, first I joined it for free. And then you can't see anyone that, that oh, yeah. all these people liked you. And, and then it's, then it's like, lies. keeps getting those emails, like emails, emails. Everyone likes you. Everyone likes you. And then you pay $20 to look. And it's like, oh my God. And back in the day, like if you were on Match <laughs> no, and then you got on you. Christian Mingle or you got on like Christian, any of the farmers only farmers only. Like on. it was always the same people. Oh man. So was jingle. I never, There's only 25,000 people in Newcastle, 18,000 people in Newcastle. Joined, it's not like the pool's going to get better on a different app. I joined black farmers only. And I've, I mean, I've got a niche there. No. What you're you may grow really good artichokes or what? No, I do. I don't know. They like me. <clears throat> you have Aaron. You, <laughs> you seem to have found a very specific Caribbean demographic. <laughs> <laughs> One of them passed out on my date. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, oh, you got to tell the story. Yeah, I have. You haven't told me this story, but I heard it's really good. This was a couple months ago, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. And I just recently broke up with my long term. Fiance, so and uh, well, don't okay, make I it need a sad. Little, a little bit more excitement as you tell, tell the story. Tell Aaron. the fun so, part. I just need you to be at twenty percent, Brian Nichols. Over Listen, here. this right. this girl's you know really really good looking. She's from Zimbabwe. Very exciting. That is not in the Caribbean. <laughs> I think I heard Cecil Rhodes over here say exotic. exotic. You know who Cecil Rhodes I said is? Exciting. That was exciting. I didn't say exotic. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, she she's like two hours late. Course, and uh, why, of course. because she's a lady, because girls are late to things. Yes, that's right. why, not the okay. other thing. <laughs> what? So we're trying to keep your job here. Keep going. There's lots of white people who live in Zimbabwe. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> she shows up with a hospital bracelet on. I'm like what? What is this about? She's like, I don't know. Something happened at work. I woke up in the hospital. I'm like, why are you here? <laughs> she's like, was ah. it that day? The same day. Yes, Wait, that's what? why she was late. <laughs> But I decided to stay because I made friends. We were doing IndyCar trivia. I had a whole new group of friends. I'm like, you know, he was I'm, trying I'm, to replace us. Zach. So you were hanging out at the bar and you made friends with other people. Aaron, who Aaron has already moved while on you're waiting from this relationship. For this lady. Before oh, I got who shows yeah. up with a hospital. Person. No, I got stood up and the, the bartender felt bad. And he's like, eh, you know, these guys introduced me to the people around me. And then okay. we're doing IndyCar trivia. So I'm there for like two hours. Forget she's even coming. She comes in. She's being weird. She's got a hospital bracelet on. What the hell's going on? I don't know. But I'm like, whatever. I'm nice. Yeah, but what the hell is going on? Because that's that's. Did you find out? She was like, I don't know. I passed out at work. They don't know what's wrong with me. They released me you know, from the hospital. Right. This stir is nowhere close to being over. Now I'm over. here. Now I'm here. She's being rude to the wait staff, which is I've met her before. She's never acted like this before. Acting strange. She was like a really sweet girl. Very sweet. Very nice. Beautiful. Like beautiful yeah. woman. Just like sweet. Nice. And you kind of knew her before, right? It yeah. wasn't. Okay. No, I've been friends with her for a long time. Okay. Known her for a long time. We both both ended up single at the same time, decided to just go as friends and have dinner. She's being rude to the bartender. Drinks a couple like double crown and coat or not crown and coat, just straight crown. I was like, whoa, she weighs like 90 pounds. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? And uh, I'm going to go to the bathroom now. So she's like stumbling. Where's it at? And I was like, back here to the left. She's like kind of stumbles into the wall. She's gone for like 15, 20 minutes. I'm about to go check on her, see what's going on as she comes out. I like stand up from the bar stool. She's walking out and like trips, falls, hits the table, knocks it over, 
spills everyone's drinks. Oh my! Passes out again for the second time of the day. I guess they call an ambulance, <laughs> clears the bar out. India car, like India car trivia is ruined. Over, yeah, ruined. Yeah. It's all ruined. Like the the DJ just starts packing his stuff because up. Aaron, no one won. Aaron's right date showed up. Yeah, so they're like, "What year is it?" She's like, "I don't know." Who's the president? She's like George Bush. Oh, that's what Joe Biden said. So. Yeah, George Bush. And they're like, no. Malarkey. Then they like, who's who's this guy that's over here? He's been here for like 20 minutes. Like, who's this guy? I was like 20 minutes into it of her laying on the ground. Yeah. It comes to, who's this guy? She's like, I n- never met him before in my life. I don't I don't know who that is. I was like, uh, what? <laughs> so, Jeez. That was uh, one of my first dates after. What? So what happened? Yeah, what happened? So they, they ended up like they were like, listen, they gave her all these tests. Like she's like, it's allergies. I can't breathe. And all that's stuff. not allergies. They're that's like, a stroke. So they're like, no, we just gave you an allergy test. It's not allergies. You didn't have a. You didn't have anything. Like there's only thing you had was like a panic attack. You're having anxiety. You need to just come to, and we'll let you leave. But you can't drive home. Like someone else is gonna have to drive you home. Get. I'm like, I'll get her an Uber. And she just would not behave. So they took her. They took her to the hospital and left me there. <laughs> Have you talked to her since? She tried to call me when I was with Jeremiah at the uh, at the race, and I was like, "No, this you, is a sacred weekend. Well, Leave me alone." I wonder like, why you haven't like, found like, out what happened. Yeah. <laughs> no, she she was like, <laughs> "Who has a story like this and has no pain?" I was like, well, "I was like, what happened?" And she was like, "I don't know." And it's just like I just woke up. My mom came pick me up. I don't know. I think I deserve a second chance. You know me from before. I don't know what happened. I was like, "Listen." She needs to go. She's with the doctor. Yeah. What she needs to do? Like lots of. She red, doesn't need another date with you. She needs doctor. A specialist. Yeah. yeah. Lots of lots of red flags here. Sorry, I, I got. These other are not options. red flags. Yeah, the, the, unless you're a, like a, a, we got a PhD at the end of your name. <laughs> oh yeah. And then, I, I and then feel I like these the are bar. not red flags. I sit like, down at the bar after all that trauma, and I'm just like dumbfounded and dumbass. Me is like, hey man, I know I I just had two beers earlier or something, but like I need another beer after that. Like it's been a couple hours before I go home, and he's like. No, man, I think you should leave. And I was like, why? Oh. I was like, why? He's like, for your involvement. What just happened? I was like, my involvement? What, What'd you, you, yeah, it's what did I fault. do? What did I do? He's like, well, the girls in the back think maybe you gave her something. Oh, <laughs> that's actually some... not a bad. I, mean, I was like, uh, now I see that and I'm going to leave now. Yeah. So, so I got out of there. That's actually like a really like. So I didn't date anyone for like a month after that. You touched the stove and it was very hot. Very hot stove. I feel like you should give her a second chance. Ouch. We're still friends, but but you, you haven't talked to her. You now. haven't talked to her and found out what happened. And she, oh yeah, she called back a few times. Okay, yeah. but did you talk to her? And then she figured yeah, sure. out. What I was happened. like, listen, uh, no, you know, but like, what could did be she friends, say but, about uh, that night? I don't care about your dating status. She's like, it's just I don't know what happened. Like, let's just erase. She never that, went to the doctor. Act like it never happened. I was like, I can't. Uh, All right, well, I can't. I can't. And I don't need something's to. not adding up here. What do you mean? I don't what know. happened to her? It's probably well, not you. The Kimbe Matumbo finger that Spike I'm not sure what's listen, going on here. What, what, I don't think she's a what lizard person. Re- what was that reference about? Listen, I don't know what happened. I, I think I if care. you're her friend, you should find out. Call her right now. <laughs> I, I have her number. <laughs> no, I'm not Text calling. her right now and ask, you know, did you ever find out? What, uh, like, are you, are you okay? okay? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm concerned about your well-being. That, we can patch her me, in on the show live to if me, you want Zach to die. If I did that, that was like four months ago. She would be like, That oh. was not four months ago. That was like a month ago. No, Maybe it wasn't. Two. No, it was like four months ago. It was probably in June. No, yeah. 
It was like oh yeah, that's early, very Midwest. Early, oh, my sense of time's bad. I thought I just got a ticket in Nashville, and then I went to look today. But I've had lots of good excused. Listen, like, I've had lots of good mm, dates since then. It just took me like three or four weeks to get over that and be like, okay, I can. I do thought this. you were going to say another word. Dates. Yeah, dates. 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 Lots. Many. Many dates. Very fruitful. I'm the master of dates. I've had a lot of dates. <laughs> <laughs> Many are saying I am so good on dates. I'm Spangle, the best one they've ever Is there anything the else on this list that you feel passionate about covering today? Uh, I, 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 just I, sp- wanna... I saw Spike Cohen too, by the yeah. way. What the hell? Well, I started to have this conversation and then we. I hosted we an entire event down in where was I? Je- Je- Jefferson. Jefferson. Yeah. All right. Let's, Spike, let's, Spike talk, Cohen. let's talk about it. Spike Cohen came to town to support Indiana Libertarian Party candidates like Thanks King Seniak. I'm going to put push pause on everybody for just a moment to apologize to the audience for the absolute wandering nature of this show tonight. Classic wall. Uh, we've had uh, probably four to five very distinct segments. Now we're getting serious again for a minute. Can we pause so I can get more beer? Yes, go get some. Okay. Go ahead. Spike, beer for I'm very angry that you didn't invite me, dude. He doesn't. It wasn't his event. I think yeah. it was... Um, who was that? Was it? Uh, it was James Siniak for the Senate. Yeah, it was James. That's right. Yeah, it was the Roll It Back rally. Jeff Maurer, um, uh, Tanya Mills, Moore, who's running for Secretary of State. Tanya Mills. Yeah, yeah everybody. Uh, it, all the Indiana candidates. He came and did a spike the vote type deal. Um, he had an event uh, that you hosted on mm-hmm. Saturday. Mm, yep. Okay. Saturday afternoon. It was like a big rally. Yeah. What was the place I was at? The big is like a fire hall or something. I was not Gymna- there. It was a gymnasium. Yeah. In Jefferson, I, was not, I was not invited. Yeah. Je- I was not involved. Jefferson Gymnasium is some historic yeah. gymnasium there. I'm going to say you were in Indiana, but just barely. You were in what we would I, say. I could see Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. yeah. Say it again. Say it, wait, what was that? Louisville. 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 The least amount of enunciation, the better. Louisville. Gotcha. Louisville. Just pretend I had a stroke. Gotcha. Louisville, gotcha. Yeah, Louisville. and I was supposed to go to a fundraiser Friday night, but uh, my baby, my, uh, <laughs> I just couldn't take my kid. It just wasn't going to work. Um, and so I'm sitting at the park, Craig Park in Greenwood. Uh, my stepdaughter and I are like just playing, and she's running around. And then I see a guy with a yard sign walking up to me, and it's Spike Cone. And Spike had because I he didn't see me Friday, um, was like. Well, I couldn't leave town without seeing you, and I have. I'm on my way to the airport, so I wanted to come by and say hi. And we sat and chatted for a little bit and chit chat. I thought it was super sweet of him to like come and track me down and say hello. And you know, it was very very nice. We talked a little bit inside baseball. We talked a little bit about what we've got going on in our life, and then he went off to the airport. And Eleanor threw dirt at both of us <laughs> and got him filthy with playground dirt. Yeah. Yeah. Was it so bad? Get scrubbed by TSA. Was, yeah. it, was it so bad he had to take his shirt off again? Why no, he... no, no. That was James Weeks. No, he did it too. Oh, he did. Like the day after he became vice president. Oh, oh that's right. So the Unforgivable. The one thing libertarian candidates should not be doing. Well, that's not like James Weeks is like child's play now. Like, look at New Hampshire's Twitter. It's yeah. the same thing. Chris has a very anti-Semitic toddler. <laughs> what? <laughs> Throwing dirt. <laughs> oh, I, it spikes Jewish. <laughs> you have killed Zach. What? <laughs> Zach, the producer, almost <laughs> fell backwards in his chair. Her first word was Hebe. Stop. <laughs> Brian, tell me about your weekend of emceeing, please, God. Oh, it was great. I, I uh, told you not got to, to him. hang out with James Ceniac, uh Tanya Mills, who did a cartwheel wow. in like high heels. It was wow. impressive. 
Um, Jeff Moore, he had to sneak out though because he had an event he had to go run to speak to, and then uh, Spike. It was great though. Uh, a lot of a lot of libertarians were there. Our good friend Christy Avery was there on her birthday. It was great. Got to sing happy birthday to Christy. But um, yeah, we got to raise a lot of people uh, awareness to the uh, campaigns, get some money, you know, all that fun stuff. Awesome. It was great. It was great. Thanks for asking. I'm proud of you. Thank you. You don't even have Indiana license plates, but you're being. That's you're not being, my fault. No, I'm gonna, asked, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna nip that that narrative in the bud right there. I, I do not. Again, we're, no personal responsibility. You've been here since February. It, it, the state <laughs> says you have 30 days to get your plates on. Your you're car, right, and, and, man. Actually, you know what? They just got our ones for uh, the one car today. Um, and then the other ones, though, still Harrisburg has not. Our sent neighbor out. is ready to have you towed because this guy from Pennsylvania has been parking in the not just lot neighbor, but the prosecutor. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. Oh. No, no, no. He did not win that election. Oh, shoot. Sorry. Oops. <laughs> now I'm definitely going to get towed. <laughs> no, no, I park over here now. <laughs> but if you need a defense attorney, he can help you out. Okay, cool. I just never renew my plates. I, I, I have the money, but honestly, fuck them. <laughs> so I just Chris, don't, I, I don't go to Aldi. Also, I, I won't renew my plates. <laughs> but it's the government. I'll get around to it whenever I have time and I have the money and I feel like it. And none of those three things ever happen. So I'm in Nashville in June. See, in Philly, they'd tow you. That's, Ask about my trip to mid-Ohio. Yeah. And, and so I'm driving in Nashville in June and I get tickets and they're like, oh, well, if you just re-register, then send us the thing. And then and then so like I went to do that today. I was like, well, here's my registration. I'm like, sir, that was in June. You should have done that in July. You owe us five hundred dollars. I was like, "Oh what? man, yeah." What should... kind of penalties are you paying? Three different tickets at one hundred ninety-five each. Ooh, not having the registration in the car, not driving a non-registered plate, and some other dumb thing that was not. You're a total penalty. sovereign citizen. I I, I turned sovereign. You were national the... Nashville, Tennessee, or Nashville, Indiana. Tennessee, just like pure apathy. You're, you're so, worse at it than I am. I keep my title in my car, unsigned, or in my truck, <laughs> and I just bought this truck. So it, at any point in time, if I get pulled over, I just bought it. That's the name of the truck. I just bought it. So I got no insurance, no plates, but I just bought it because I just got the I got the title laying in. The I have seat. that. I have that same thing. I've no. never gone. I bought my car in February of 2020. Just bought it. And I've guys. never gone to update any of the titles. I'm actually going to the BMV tomorrow. So the registration yeah. is like my old car still. Don't you give me shit about my cars ever again. That's why. Look at me. I am appalled for every one of you. Fuck them. That's why. This is is where the true libertarianism is coming from Spangle. Yeah. Hey, don't you know... Your fishing license? You can suck this. Don't you know that you need to pay your wheel tax to build the roads that you bitch about? I can give a fuck. You bitch about these roads, but you you just free rider over here. Well, I I, got... build Nashville roads for $500 because I wanted hot chicken on the way to see Miss Pat. It's ridiculous. I'm not That's what I call the stupid tax, Jeremiah. Yeah. I can't believe you. You could afford grocery license plates. And license plates <laughs> if you shopped at Aldi. Ridiculous. This is going to be played in court. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> They're anti-Semitic. If this was in Wayne County, we could have helped you fix it with Judge Susan. But in Tennessee, you're just SOL. Um, you need to call his number one salesman up who's got the Tennessee connection. Have you ever been to Party Foul in Nashville? It was worth the $500 fine. I love Party Foul. It's so good. How did this occur? Were you, was it a moving violation? No, technically no, which is why I could have gotten out of it had I, had I actually been on the ball with it. So your car was parked and you got I I it was it, in storage. The way that their law works is that because it was a license plate issue it was not a moving violation. So it wouldn't count points on your license or whatever. 
It, it, it's just a way for them to raise 500 bucks from somebody because they're lazy. I feel like if you drive a Chrysler product that's older than five years old, that you're victim to Well, I have crime. a Chevy Malibu, you classist asshole. <clears throat> oh, you do? Yeah. I thought you had a 200. No, that that died. That the transmission went on of that at like eight hundred. Oh, surprise! 8, miles. I, think I remember hearing the episode where your tra- <laughs> transmission was going out. Yeah, and that was a couple years ago. Yeah, I um, I know that we're in a Chrysler town. I know that it was formerly Newcastle Chrysler High School, yeah. but there are some serious powertrain issues with Mopar transmission. I owed like three thousand seven hundred dollars on that, and the transmission to fix was like forty two hundred. I was like. No, this is it's, it's, the car is not worth what the trans. It's it, well, you do think like a poor, poor person. Hmm. All those episodes so, with Maya. Now you're turning against the trans community. <laughs> you shut up. You're so stupid. So I apologize, please. So you think the value of the car <laughs> is? Do you think the value of the car is what you owe on it? Rem, I'm going to dial up Remzo. How much you owe on it is what the car's worth. The value of the car at that point with no transmission was less than what I owed on it. But if you had fixed the car... You know what it? the car was worth to me? $3,700. It was a pretty nice-looking car. It had four new wheels. It did. Yeah. Uh, was, sure did. That was the car that got the, the wheels stolen, because it was an S package. Yeah, you had the fancy so nice. wheels on that. Now my wheels are all marked up because I have a wife, so no one's stealing them. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Throw Reagan right. with the bus. That's rough. You should see Woo. the scrapings on the wheels. It's oh. unreal. I thought she was a psycho and like chalked him so no, she no, could no, tell no, if no. you left the drive it or not. Goes out, feels the hood of the car, makes sure it's not warm. I did the curb. You've been out shopping at Meyer again, haven't you, Christopher? <laughs> I went that way. I didn't know you were a misogynist, <laughs> anti-Semitic. You've said more offensive things Jeez. tonight. This is not We Are Libertarians. What are you doing? Oh, oh this is a simulcast. We're definitely <laughs> we're definitely putting this in Brian's feed, whether he wants it or not. <laughs> Happy Friday, folks. <laughs> See, I get to Brian, you've heard the day off tomorrow, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> your your listeners have to deal with this. Okay. Last time Steve Horowitz had to deal with me. God rest his soul. Yeah. Move along. Okay, so final <laughs> thoughts. Brian, uh, Aaron. <laughs> Aaron, what are we promoting tonight? Do you need anything? Are you hiring employees in this down economy? I'm not talking about where I work at here. You're wearing their hat. It's Indiana Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I work at the University Foundation. So, <laughs> How's Hunter doing? Down in Bloomington? Yes. Down Have you found her yet? Who? <laughs> We're not talking about that. <laughs> He asked you a question. How's Hunter doing? You know, Hunter's doing all right. He's he's cruising around in a nice Mercedes ever since he was on the Boss Hog at Liberty. The he, day he came on the show, he he bought a new car. I pull up and what was Hunter Kirk? Part of Hunter's Hunter Tuck. Hunter, I don't even know what he goes by. Yeah, he's he's living it up. He, tonight they're beating Who Ball State. But part of his character. Well, uh, Aaron brought a, a coworker and a friend of his to the to Mid Ohio, and it was an absolute experience to meet this kid from Tennessee, Hunter. And one of the parts of a hunter's mystique was, is that he had had a very good month in June, but was driving an absolute beater of a car. It was terrible. And so that was going to be part of the thing we talked about. And then he shows up to do the boss hog like a month or so ago. And I pull up and he's in a white on white Mercedes Benz. A brand new one. Brand wow. new, like, just like bought. And I was like, well, there goes that part. That of, money uh, lasts forever mentality. Yeah. Well, he's from Tennessee. You know, mountains. <laughs> 
Very Appalachian. He had, he had a great weekend in Mid Ohio. He got to meet. He met everyone. Joseph Newgarden. Yeah, he got. He met Hunter everybody. is uh, he actually episode, episode yeah. two sixty one. If you guys are big uh, Hunter, Hunter was our uh, just our our lucky charm. Like we met more people than Joey Molinaro, and he was Joey was so mad. So <laughs> yeah, Joey was Joey rest, was having the uh, the grumpy the grumpy day. Rest in peace, Joey. We were just like walking around, and like celebrities were walking up and asking Hunter who he was, and and inviting us to their. Their tents, so we can go back and eat, you know, at the Ed Carpenter tent and stuff. Like, what is it's going been on? great. Hunter is coming on our family vacation that Aaron is also coming to in January, in uh, February. Taking applications for uh, roommate. You do have so. you do have an open spot. Yes. Right now, it's just booked. Is Zimbabwe girl is not available? No, oh. I see she is, but she's not coming. Oh, that's too bad. I say give her another shot. Yeah, there's too many. It sounds people. like she had a medical episode. Yeah. Why you, don't she? Bring- you shouldn't judge her because you have polyps. Why don't you bring Dear Leader with you? He's not going to share any alcohol. Share queen bed. He won't. Ex- they'll split the beds for you. He won't embarrass you. To what? To on his on his uh, romantic week on the high seas. Get some oh, Dramamine. Would, we're going to the Mexican Rivieras. Yeah. Oh God, no! That's a floating E. coli. You, you survived COVID. How bad? You're going to get stranded just, on a freaking boat. You're going to be pooping just your brains bring, out. Do bring, not go on a cruise. Bring forty gallons of water, like you, yeah. you did when you went to Puerto Rico. I would never go on a cruise. Cruises are scary. Taking applications, I so <laughs> you get stuck a, on one of those. It's a very things. luxurious room. We have a, I, th- I believe there's a fireplace in there. Do you have? A, have you selected a guest? He's Not, taking no. applications I'm for the taking job. applications. Yeah. What's uh, on the application? Start sending photographs in, and maybe a brief narrative. <laughs> why don't you take one of your sons? One of you, my sons. Yeah. Why don't you bond with one of your children? They have to go to school in February. So. No, they really don't. Yeah, they're not learning. I'm taking anything. them on a cruise for spring break. So. Oh. Yeah, you're going on two cruises next year. He does very well. Maybe maybe more than two. I don't know. (laughs) I haven't ever been on a cruise. I may just live on a cruise boat next year. (laughs) Get your sea legs. Honestly, go full Benny. Have a rose in your mouth. (laughs) Yeah, just the whole time. (laughs) Shirtless with a dog tags on. (laughs) (laughs) Just drinking beer, sitting on the boat, talking to young ladies. I Brian, on, it's the greatest value. Did I tell you ladies I live really on this is. boat? <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It's going to be great. All right, so nothing to promote, though, other than that you are taking applications. So, Yeah, just for the Norwegian-Mexican Riviera cruise. I don't know, beautiful, luxurious You know more than I do about it. Vault. What is it? A six, seven-day cruise? Seven days. Seven days. Four ports. Four ports. Yeah. Maybe more if you're lucky. We'll see. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But it's going to be fun either way. I may end up just by myself and trying to find uh, find love on the cruise ship. There are singles. I was named after uh, Robert Blake on the Love Boat. My middle name. <laughs> <laughs> my middle name. My middle name's Blake from Robert Blake on you the need, Love Boat. This is yeah. your calling. You need to have business cards made up that just says Aaron. Do you have Room. hillbillies in New York? <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, I think I think that's part, yes. yeah. Upstate New, New York, York yeah. that's, that's okay. all we are is hillbillies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so my dad wanted to name me uh, Elvis, but he settled for his middle name Aaron, and my mom <laughs> wanted to name me Blake, so he won Aaron Blake. So. Your biological or your stepdad? Yeah, Benny. Benny. Oh, Benny. He na- he wanted to name me Elvis. He loves Elvis. Benny Angel. Look him up on Facebook. It's. Quite he's, the truth. he's got six profiles. So. <laughs> he's always got a rose in his mouth. You never know which one he's active on. It <laughs> sounds a lot like you, father like son. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for making the drive out here. 
No. I mean, I was hoping to burst in mid-show, be well, chaotic. Spangle over here was running late. He was late, so I walked in right on time. It's very uh, sad. It was very sad. I wasn't sad. late at all. I was hoping for the effect, you know, mid-show, you're talking about canals. If anything was late, it was my pizza. Maybe he's talking yes, about... it was know, his pizza that was late. 1851 canals, and then I walk in, like, talking about tender and shit, like... This has a quite Spangle's going to get pissed. He's going to get pissed. I'm not mad. This isn't my show. We were trying to get some effect out of it, but but see, this is this is all we need. To, this we is need, what the show used. This is what we libertarians used to. We be need like. to wrap this up so we can record three more tonight, uh, so that we can. I'll yeah. die. <laughs> no, I'm struggling as it is. Please, no. I'm down. I'll sleep here. <laughs> Brian. Brian was genuinely Brian like, no, no way. I don't I think you understand. I cannot. We're doing a dating app podcast after Four, this. 4.30 a.m. was a long time ago. <laughs> Zachary, what do you got for me? Anything? Oh, no, not really. Um, I'll congratulate Joey. on. Uh, he's a dad now. Yeah. He became a dad a couple days ago. Congratulations, Joey, and good job to Riley because we – you know, she did all the work this week. <laughs> did beautiful. Up until, beautiful know, baby. Now they're now they're probably they're both hustling and wishing they could get more sleep. But uh, he so. was uh, he was extremely excited. He texted me uh, the day it happened, and then the next day I finally got some pictures of the baby. Uh, I asked him when he sent the pictures. I said, "Are you guys home yet?" And he said, "No, but I'm." They, I was like, "Because I, 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 I thought they only kept you like for a day. I don't I, know how this works." And he said they were making them stay at least two days. That's the thing when you go to a very wealthy hospital in Indianapolis. Yeah. We stayed for a couple of days. It depends on what's going on. I think, yeah, some places are getting a little bit better. And it's almost bad, though, because you get used to having nurses. Both of my kids, we were in there for like four days. Like, all my kids were born on Tuesdays, and we came home on Saturdays. And, man, you get home after having a nurse around 24 hours a day for three or four days. And that first night at home, we thought we might kill each other. <laughs> just out of just, you're so exhausted. You don't know what to do, but he was, he was concerned about getting home in time to watch kickoff for this Purdue football. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, they got home today. I saw that uh, while we were actually eating pizza. I saw they were home. So uh, congrats to him. And other than that, everybody enjoy your holiday weekend. Oh yeah. I'm looking forward. I, to I, I literally forgot. Yeah, I, I know. Me too. Those be, be Ryan. Howdy. We're, this is going to be the last show of the night. You'll be okay. Oh, okay, cool. We can see the end of the tunnel. <laughs> me, <almost>. too. <laughs> me, me too. Me uh, too. Thank you. It was fun to be on. Um, I guess just my show. Uh, promote that. Brian Nichols show. Um, also, I do stuff in the business technology world. So cybersecurity, uh, unified communications is where I help small business owners, um, You know, medium-sized business owners as well. So if anybody's ever looking for help there, please give me a shout. But other than that, no, that's, that's all I really have. Very good. Christopher, please go to WeirdLibertarians.com. Follow all the shows on the network. Chris Spangle shows my show, The Pat Down, History of Modern Politics, all that good stuff. Please follow all that stuff. All right. I, I will thank the audience. Uh, Patreon has been really fun, and uh, we try to provide some extra content out there. So if you're still listening at this point, you belong in the Patreon as yes. well. You get the extra. So if this you made it what to the this Patreon part of the show, like. this, is, this is what we do in Patreon every every time. Uh there's a little teaser out there. If you join the Patreon, there might be a fantasy football league that we're going to bully Spangle Ooh. into playing in. Maybe. We don't know. Possibly. We're advertising it, but he's going to flake out. Oh, don't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't want Brian, pressure. I don't want Brian bullying me. He's like twice my size. <laughs> we have to do a celebrity cook-off with, with Spangle. You're going to put that one together. 
The Aldi and, versus and, the... And we have to do a shoot-off because I don't think Chris has ever shot a gun before. You've never shot a gun before? I have, yeah. Jason Doolittle came to town and took me to shoot guns at uh, a okay. place in Lawrence. Uh, okay. We need to do a, yeah, a special fun. on it, though. You are the activities director for the Wall Network. That's uh, that's I'm exactly what we're going to I'm going to buy a minivan called the Activity Bus. <laughs> <laughs> the Wall that Activity Bus. Creepy. I will thank every one of you for being a part of the oh, show in the audience. Okay, Jeffrey Epstein. Special <laughs> thanks to Aaron for making the drive out here. Uh, Brian for staying up way past his bedtime. Woo. And Dear Leader for... Uh, Was it 9.13? For... <laughs> For following through really? on this commitment. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's great. Which is what? Coming here? <laughs> <laughs> yes, for being here at all. Zach, you're the best uh, you, off-camera hey, producer Zach. we could ever imagine. We'll see you guys next week, and I think we'll have Dakota. Maybe. <laughs>